0: This is MJ, I love Tokusatsu, and I am here to talk about Kamen Rider Zio, episode 35. I will have a separate episode talking about Kamen Rider Zio, episode 36, and the reason is because I love Kamen Rider Kiva, and episodes 35 and 36 of Zio are all about, well, not really all about, but they feature another Kiva, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they're going to feature Wataru, because I think I saw him in scans, so... Anyway, here we go. Uh, Toshiki Inoue somehow makes me like Yuko and Sogo. And uh, I gotta say, there's a precedent for that with characters like Otoya, Jiro, Nago, Maya, and Taiga, all from Common Raider Kiva. And the reason I say that, and the reason I'm bringing that up specifically, is because I have chosen to not watch Common uh, Raider Zero regularly because it doesn't appeal to me. And I guess I'll I'll briefly say why it doesn't appeal to me. It's that I don't really like the character of Sogo. Uh, I do not like his um, desire to be a king. Uh, In fact, because of my, uh, I guess my political philosophy and my outlook on life, um, like a king is kind of just about the worst thing imaginable to me, Um, and really that's because of the concentration of authority under a king and, you know, it's it's a bad thing to have a king, especially uh, when you have a king who turns into a warlord or a dictator or warlord. I mean, overlord or dictator or uh, you know one of those bad things. And that's exactly what Omazio is, and that's what um, you know Gates is trying to avoid. And Sogo says so- so- he'll so- avoid, but who knows if he actually will? Because there's that temptation of the power. But um, going along with in a way, like pulling a a great uh, feat in this episode and make me like Sogo um, besides his motivation to be a king, and him being pretty flat, besides that, uh, I didn't like his character, I didn't enjoy Sogo as a person, um, I watched a couple of, I watched probably six episodes, probably the first four, and then the two episodes with Ghost in them, and the reason I watch those is because I really like Ghost too, so, Um, and I think, uh, is a way more engaging character than somebody like Sogo. And anyway, I I don't want to get into that argument, but the thing is, Sogo seemed, uh, so two-dimensional. Want to be king, everybody I know, uh, and like, I will turn into a, uh, you know, royal, my royal minister of this thing. And uh, it didn't seem like there was much else to him. And I didn't, I just didn't get the gravity of of him as a character. Um, I think there was something in, in episode one and two uh, that seemed uh, a little more interesting or like there was some meat to the character and he wasn't just this flat thing that exists, like a, an empty space filling in the protagonist slot of the show. But hearing that he had been in love as a young boy, uh, I don't know, eight years old, ten years old or whatever, and that is with this high school girl, uh, that really uh, did something to me. It uh, it humanized him, it, it rounded him out, and it made him seem like a fuller person, especially because... Uh, Gates was so shocked by that, and he didn't really believe it, and even his uncle was kind of dismissing it. And I, as a uh, young person, had been in love uh, a few times, I, I would say, and uh, had adults tell me that that wasn't the case. And uh, I, I you know, so goes 18, right? Uh, I agree with him that by 18, he definitely could have, you know, fallen in love and uh, just kind of made it more interesting. So there's that. But, you know, uh, Yuko is also pretty compelling because she looks like she was framed by her former fiance, uh, for a murder, and, uh, she rotted in jail because of that, and, uh, kind of similarly to Sogo, she is now seeking, uh, this kingship, uh, so that she can correct things. I, I think, uh, the heroic motivation of Sogo is to become a good and noble king, and not a terrible warlord, or overlord, and, uh, Yuko is going for the same thing. She wants to be a queen, basically to do a like, criminal justice reform, I guess you could say. And that's kind of a neat thing, and it, it kind of hooks me. And uh, so those were all the the story things that I really liked. And I was impressed that uh, that Inoue was able to do that, because I didn't think this would be compelling. And I really found myself rooting for... Um, Yuko and Sogo both. Because um, Sogo kind of wants to uh, approach her in a more open-minded way, and uh, you know, really see who she is as a, as a person. And he kind of gloms onto the fact that she is, you know, supposedly wrongfully accused. Uh, he takes her at face value; he believes her. And um, you know, she's being cruel. She's being unkind to that time jacker, who I don't know her name. And um, I feel like she was mean to some other people, uh, which should have made me not like her, but. Overall, if the goal is to become queen, so she can do these things, I almost feel I, I feel sympathy for that that desire because of how she was wronged, and I feel sympathy for Sogo because of how open he's being and how I guess soft hearted he's being, and I, I guess maybe I feel uh, or I felt um, subconsciously if he's being that benevolent uh, to her, even though she's an accused murderer, you know, maybe he would be a good and noble king, and that would make things all right because again. I'm against this guy wanting to be a king at this time in this show because of the way it's framed, it feels bad, um, especially because uh, of past Common raider shows and how they've dealt with men grasping power for themselves and blah blah blah. I'm not gonna you know go into that all now, um, but. I don't know. I, I'm almost compelled to watch the rest of the show. I probably won't anytime soon because I've got other stuff I want to get into. But that's enough talking about the story and the writing and how the characters were handled. Next, I want to talk about the uh, spectacle and the uh, imagery uh, from this episode and then Combinator Ginga, of course. And the last thing I'm going to wrap up real soon is uh, Combinator Ginga. I like his uh, suit being kitbashed. From uh, Meteor, like that's the kind of the base suit of it is Meteor. I don't know about his cape. Um, and then maybe his head is like a Comrade Aqua or something. And it looks like he has like wise man's eyes or something. I don't know. It's kind of a weird mix, but pretty cool. I liked him coming in. Um, and you know, him making this big threat and it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that's resolved hopefully by the next episode, but maybe not. Who knows? I don't know how these, how the flow of these goes. Oh, and then I haven't seen Trinity form in action. Uh, the suit actors are impressive and the concept of having it cut away so that you can see the person out of suit, you know, either Gates or, or Woz or, uh, even Sogo, um, acting in a way that mimics and mirrors what the, what I'm assuming Seiji Takawa was doing in the suit is really impressive and really dynamic, but I don't like it. I don't like the idea. I don't like the combination. I don't like the suit. Um, it bothers me. Um, and it's interesting that he's like forcing them to, into these transformations and like against their will and they don't like it. And it kind of feels villainous or evil or dark or whatever. Um, but anyway, Gingo was a neat thing to pop up in here. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. So I really enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for the next one. I think it's going to be super interesting. And, uh, like I said, that's all I have to say for now. A cool thing I don't want to neglect to mention that I'll just say here before I talk about the suit, which you can see if you're watching the video version of this right now, um, is that uh, I really like that Yuko, uh, twice, popped up man c- hole covers from the ground and used them as a, a weapon and a shield, and uh, gosh, that was really hilarious. Um, I just l- like the, the shtick that she did at the one time, it was cool, and then she did it again and there happened to be one there. It's just, it's funny. Like, it shouldn't work, but it definitely does. Anyway, another... Kiva has a fantastic design. Um, I love all the stained glass in the face, how vicious the face is with the, you know, moving mouth on it. The cape that calls to mind, uh, you know, Kiva Emperor form. And then his wings are open on the back, um, you know, because they're typically furled. Oh, and then those eyes. I wonder if those are supposed to be like the eyes that are on his leg almost. They're up on his shoulders now. And then like the fossils have moved down to uh, hip or thigh holsters. And that's pretty cool just because it looks cool. Um, and it, you know, kind of flows better with the, with the suit, I think. So that was really awesome. I loved seeing, uh, that. And I like how when she first gets it, and I think actually when she transforms later, there's like chains that wrap around her first and then boom, the suit comes on over that. And it just, it just looks so great. Um, the Kiva suit's great. Oh, and there's there's roses, too, that have chains hanging off of them, like, up near the the top of the, you know, the pecs, the chest, where the chest and the shoulder kind of join together, so that's pretty darn awesome. And I think that's, like, a—actually, there was a—like, they would do plate little plates of armor in, like, a spiral formation all laying on top of each other in that area on, like, actual legitimate armor, which the Kiva suits— uh kiva emperor or you know base form kiva saga and kiva emperor or not dark kivas the one i'm talking about are all supposed to be like suits of armor for the you know royal finger or whatever it's spoilery but not too bad i think and then next was i loved seeing um i can't remember all their names it's garla uh basha and then i don't remember the frankenstein's name but seeing all them here was really cool um i liked how they were used to where she like summons them and then she can just turn them into the weapons and use them. They can be used on their own. They float around, they fly around. Like, all that was super dynamic and super action-packed. And I really loved uh, just how good that looked and, and how fun it was. And uh, that was really entertaining. Um, it's one of the best things. It, it was a big surprise. It was a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one, you know? Uh, so that was a lot of fun. That's enough for me. I have some questions for you. Do you love or hate Kiva? What do you think of Inoue? And what are your thoughts on Zeo so far? Uh, go ahead and you can uh, put comments on... Uh, either YouTube, or you can go to mjmunoz.com and look up or look in the podcast section and find um, MJ Loves Tokyo, and you can leave the comment there on the post for this. Also, there will be links for the RSS for the audio only on that. Um, and then please comment, like, share uh, to help me grow the channel if you enjoy what I'm doing. Subscribe and ring the bell to keep up with everything I'm doing. And uh, anyway, thank you for your, your time. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be well.